Welcome to Special One Cards Podcast, a weekly podcast on the soccer market, soccer cards. We talk about prospects, we talk about products, and we look at some data to help you make some buying decisions for the future. Hosted by me, Paulo, on a weekly basis. Look for special guests occasionally. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram, at Special One Cards. Looking forward to interacting with all of you. Back with another episode, episode 41. I'm Paulo. Welcome to Special Ones Cards. So, if you're not following me on the Instagram yet, the Instagram, the X, the Facebook. I kid. But if you're not following me there yet, make sure you give me a follow there. Special One Cards. Uh, it's special and then O-N-E Cards on there. I don't use X very much, as you know. Uh, Facebook, I don't have an account on there yet, but my reels are showing up there. So I've had some fun lately creating some various reels. I'm going to continue to do so. Uh, on this week's episode, I do have a special guest. It's Mark. Uh, he's the CEO of uh, My Card Post. I actually did a transaction on that site last week, and I thought it was a valuable site, uh, and which led me to ask Mark to come on the show and discuss the platform to make you aware of what's out there to use versus using eBay or my slabs. I really like what he's doing. It's a community kind of uh, platform uh, that's being built uh, or it's built already, but uh, the soccer market is really lacking in there. And it would be really great to have uh, a lot of you folks participate in that. The platform will give you the ability to make trades Gives you the ability to sell cards. It's a subscription based, so no matter you could list. I think he talks about during the episode. I think it's fifty cards for nine bucks a month, which you know is nothing. Even if you sell one card uh, at a hundred bucks, that's still lower than eBay. So consider it. Um, and he talks a lot on this episode a lot about the platform, what he's doing to try to help grow it further, uh, and then you guys can help uh, Mark and the community grow it further too by joining. I do have a. Uh, affiliate link in this this episode. The link is there. It will be posted on Instagram too. If you want to sign up, you can use that link to sign up and sell on there. Um, obviously, uh, in partnership with them, uh, that'll help me kind of get maybe a free month or two of subscription um, from them. So I'm hoping that uh, some of you guys will use that link to sign up. Again, nine bucks a month, um, and it'll be great. So Stand by for that. You'll hear the recording of that uh, interview I did with Mark. Uh, he's got a really interesting uh, perspective on the site, how it works, what it does, um, you know, how to sell on it, how to trade on it, um, etc. So it's really fun, and I'm really excited to be a part of it. I actually signed up last Saturday, and I sold a card on that Saturday. So uh, it, it might have been Friday, actually, but, you know, I sold the card like the first day I signed up. It was wild. Um so I wanted to talk a little bit about Champions League. I don't want to talk about yesterday. My Benfica lost again. I'm going to avoid talking about yesterday's games. Uh, you know, Jude scored again. He continues to score for Real Madrid. But I wanted to talk about the games that are happening on Wednesday, which there are some some good ones happening. Uh, you have Barcelona's playing Shakhtar Donetsk at home. Uh, Barcelona, obviously, Joao Felix this weekend again showed why he was the best player on the pitch this weekend in La Liga. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how these all the all of these players perform uh, in what might be, uh, you know, for him it'll be kind of his first Barcelona-Real Madrid, El Clasico, uh, Juan Cancelo, etc. So um, 
you know, Barcelona should win this game. Uh, I would say probably 2-0, maybe, maybe three. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Feyenoord-Lazio is an interesting game, too, as well. I like Lazio in this game, but I think with Feyenoord being at home, I think they may draw or maybe a slight edge at uh, one. Uh, Feyenoord obviously led by Santiago Jimenez, a favorite in the hobby as of now. So take a look at his cards. He's in this year's products as well. Uh, and I think his products have probably gotten a little cheaper. You then have uh, his cards, as you'd say, not his products, but uh, you then have Newcastle and Dortmund. The game is being played at uh, in England, um, at Newcastle's uh, stadium at St. James's Park. Uh, Newcastle is coming along quite nicely. They've looked pretty good in the Champions League thus far. They played really well uh, in their last game. Uh, and, they're, and they're showing that they don't need, uh, you know, they beat PSG 4-1. to one. They really put on a master class there. So um could be a tough game. Uh, I, I think Newcastle should win this uh, 2-1, maybe 3-1, maybe 2-0 uh, in that range. I, you know, Dortmund's a good team, but I just don't think they have the firepower necessary to take a victory over at St. James Park. PSG, AC Milan, another interesting game. I think this game could be one of those draws, a 1-1 possibly here. Um Although Milan may have the better quality uh, players on the pitch, I, you know, watch for PSG with Kulamani, Gonzalo Ramos possibly coming off the bench, Mbappe, who can change the game quite easily. But this game could be a draw 1-1. Milan's got Pulisic obviously in really good form uh, and Leão uh, on that team. So that that could probably be the game of the of, of the Wednesday of Wednesday, to be honest, to kind of watch entertaining wise. Antwerp and Porto. You know, Porto should win this game, but, you know, the Champions League is always tough. When you travel away in the Champions League, anything can happen. So Porto could have a tough game, but I, I expect them to win this game. Uh, maybe a, a one nothing victory here, um, and we'll see what happens with them uh, away. Uh, they've got some really – Porto's got some quality players uh, this year, and they uh, – you know, after Benfica's yesterday, they lost again, which was tough. And Porto right now is – they've won one and tied one, I believe, in um, – actually, they lost their last game. That's right. Um, but Porto's looked better in the Champions League than Benfica certainly has. Uh, Porto lost uh, the home game to Barcelona one nothing, which they could have easily won uh, in the last time around. They looked really good in that game. So Porto should win there. You got Celtic, Atletico Madrid. Again, another tough game for Atletico going on the road, going to Celtic Park. Uh, in Glasgow, uh, playing the Scottish champions. Uh, Celtics lost both games thus far. Um, so they might be struggling a little bit in the Champions League. They lost Lazio 2-1 at home. They lost uh, as well to Feyenoord 2-0, uh, which was away in Holland. Uh, I, I don't expect um, – this game could be one of those 0-0 games. I, I really don't expect much to come out of this game in terms of results. So – We'll see what happens there at Celtic Park. Young Boys City, I mean, City, this is an opportunity for Pep to rest some of his players, I think. Uh, they should generally win this game. Young Boys does have a decent team, but uh, Manchester City is just a class above um, those teams. One uh, guy um, that you might want to watch for uh, for Young Boys uh, in this game um, is, uh, uh, I'm going to butcher his name, Ugrinic. Uh, he is a, um, 24 year old, uh, Swiss international, uh, thus far, uh, this year, he's, 
He scored, uh, what's he played, two games in the Champions League? He scored a goal and he had an assist in the last time out. So uh, a good play, a decent little player to watch uh, in that game. Uh, you know, they, they've they tied and they've won a game uh, in the Champions League thus far. Uh, and I think their tie was against um, Kremnitz Vedva. Uh, I think they're of the Czech League, if I remember correctly. I could be wrong. Uh, they might be of a different league uh, or the Baltic region or per se somewhere around there. And then, you know, they young boys lost to Leipzig three, one as well at home. So it uh, might be a tough afternoon for young boys, but I would expect city to win this game pretty easily. Whether pep rests players, I'm not sure. Uh, I think it's probably a good opportunity to do that. And then lastly, you have uh, Leipzig and uh, Krevna Zvedva uh, playing their game. They're playing at um, the Red Bull arena in Leipzig uh, should be a uh, again. I don't think this game is really going to be very competitive. I think Leipzig probably wins this game. They're pretty strong at home, uh, although they've been really good on the road too. So uh, Leipzig, I expect probably two or three goal win here. So uh, that's the interesting part uh, for the Champions League on Wednesday. Uh, those games coming up. So stay tuned for those. Um, I also wanted to advise a lot of you guys to take a look at uh, my profile lately. I've been doing some Instagram reels. Uh, some really cool ones. People have really liked them. Uh, specifically, some of um, we did a top ten most graded cards uh, by PSA for the soccer market. We did a Jude Bellingham kind of exploratory dive into some of his base cards and what they've been selling for. And then we did a Ronaldo early uh, this week. We posted Ronaldo early cards, and I want to make you guys aware that I posted the cards that I like. Um, my kind of favorite. So take that opinion with a grain of salt. You might have some other ones that you like better, but that was just my opinion on certain cards. But um, take a look at those reels. They're really cool. Make sure you share them across platforms. I think they've done a, we've done a good job. I appreciate all the messages I've gotten on those. It's kind of helped me kind of get a distraction away from what's been going on at home with our child. Uh, he was sick last week, so it's been tough. Uh, handling that and then my wife's issues with uh, the lost baby as well. So I appreciate all the support many of you guys have given me over this last week and a half, two weeks. So it's been crazy. So again, I really thank a lot of you guys, but guys enjoy episode 41. Mark from my card post is great. If you guys need that link, I'm going to post it in my Instagram stories as well. Uh, and it'll also be in the bio or it's not even called the bio, but it, it'll also be in the show notes. Uh, for this episode, sign up for that. Uh, use my link. Uh, you know, I'm like, if I get five, if I get five people, I get a free month subscription. So, uh, and then share with friends as well. So, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And then if you guys have questions, let me know, and I can talk to Mark more about it. And you can certainly, he's very responsive. Uh, message him on Instagram as well. He's at my card underscore post. So, enjoy the episode. Any questions, let me know. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Special One Cards. I had do have a, another guest this week, an exciting one for everybody, kind of uh, an opportunity for many of you that have been looking for other alternatives and other marketplaces to try to sell your cards uh, in this landscape. Um, I'm excited to, to welcome Mark uh, from My Card Post. Mark, can you uh, give us a little quick intro on yourself? Yeah, appreciate it. Excited to be here. I definitely, you know, looking to chat more with the soccer community. Yeah, so my name is Mark Hill. So I, I'm the kind of the founder and owner of MyCardPost.com, which is a, you know, brand new trading card marketplace platform. 
um, really try to eliminate fees and really bring that local card show experience online to people. Um, and we can, I'm sure we'll kind of chat more about it as, as we go through this, but happy to be here. I'm, I'm excited to have you again. Like I told you before, I wanted to have you on this episode. I, you know, sold a card last week. I sold a Charlie McAvoy PSA nine. And I think you posted that card too. Yeah. With the gold auto. I went to somebody in, um, Grove, awesome. which is near Worcester, actually, I think, if I remember yeah. correctly. Um, so went up that way. It was it was hard for me to let go. I got that card raw, but uh, I was kind of like, let's move this and try to move into some other different hockey stuff. And you you do collect mostly hockey. Is that correct? I do. Yeah, actually, that card you sold, I, I have another copy of that. And I remember getting a couple of those raw and getting trying to get them graded because I love the gold etched auto on on that particular McAvoy card. But yeah, I'm 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 from Boston originally, so I'm I'm a big Bruins fan, big hockey card collector uh, for the most part. I really kind of like PC Pasternak and some of the other Hall of Famers there. But yeah, I'm I'm big into hockey, and you know, as as you've probably seen on my card post, we have a, a pretty strong hockey community presence so far in the beginning. Yeah. And that's the interesting part for me is, you know, myself, I think I told you, I collect primarily soccer and hockey myself. Uh, I have a deeper understanding of the soccer market and the, and what we're looking at, but I love hockey. I've always loved it growing up in New England, never learned how to skate properly though. <laughs> I tried to learn once in uh, at Lawrence Academy, actually at Groton. I had a buddy of mine, his dad worked there and I tried yeah. to learn how to skate there, but it ne I never succeeded in that. So I'm hoping that uh, I have a seven month old son. I'm hoping he learns how to skate better than I did. So there's still time. Yeah. I got my four year old on, on the ice and it's amazing how fast they progress into being able to skate. Awesome. So, uh, you know, I wanted to, again, to have you on, uh, for me, like I said before, I sold a card on your platform last week and I was really excited because of the experience that I have on. I think it's very important that people understand the experience and the significant takeaways you can get from the way a transaction is completed on my card post. So I wanted to kind of discuss that a little bit. Um, can you talk to me about um, a little bit about why you started this, uh, especially with, you know, so many, so many competitors out there, you know, you have eBay's, your my slabs of the world, you have yeah. Mercari, right? What was yeah. your motivation behind it? I know you think, I mean, most people would think I was crazy to try to do this, but you know, as I got back into the hobby, uh, and it's like most people, right? COVID times, whatever, got back into hobby. I always collected cards as a kid, but you know, there was a large gap gap in between. I just started experiencing the problems that most people are experiencing, right? Like you're trying to like buy cards and, and like flipping was kind of popular for a little bit there where people were trying to buy things on eBay and then sell them for a profit. And, you know, the fees were getting in the way and, you know, making it really difficult to buy anything, number one. And then, you know, to try to sell it for any sort of profit when those fees are involved was really, really difficult, unless there was some crazy appreciation in a short amount of time. Um, and then I just I just started noticing all the experience, the the restrictions that uh, I was experiencing around. You got to be careful what you say and in, in messaging and things where you don't want to get your account banned and all this stuff. And I'm like, people are traveling across the country. We're driving to these local card shows because we love that ex in-person experience of being able to make deals like just card for card deals or cards in cash. And you know, just the, the total flexibility around making deal. Or maybe I want to go buy 30 cards from a particular seller. And I just was noticing that nothing existed. And I started to understand why, as I thought about it more, I understood, you know, when there's a fee-based methodology to transacting online, you have to try to prevent people from getting to know each other, right? You don't want them sharing contact information, connecting on social media or talking on the phone because, 
you know, they might take that deal off the platform and that marketplace loses its revenue stream. So I understood why we couldn't trade, especially if there's cards for card type deals, because there's no cash exchanging hands. And I was just, you know, typical, like there's got to be a better way. Right. And I thought about it for a while. And ultimately it kind of just hit me one day. I was like, what if there was a marketplace that was subscription based and there were no fees tacked on to the transaction? It was basically just like, hey, pay a fixed monthly subscription and you're in. You're part of this trusted community. You can connect with each other freely. There's no restrictions. You can have your profile include all your social media accounts, your eBay store, your MySlabs, or whatever it may be. Everything could be fully open. And within this trusted community, you could basically just do whatever you wanted. You could sell, trade, make deals with everyone. And that was kind of just how it all started. And it just felt right. And the more people I talked to, the more you know feedback I got of like, this is pretty great idea. I think this has legs. And so I just started, I just started, started building. I bought a domain and just kept putting one foot in front of the other. Nine months later, I had my, you know, minimum viable product beta version. And here we are uh, coming up on our one year anniversary next month. That's fantastic. And congratulations, because that's a really kind of tough journey. I myself have uh, tried to build a few kind of entrepreneurial things that have, that have failed, but you kind of learn uh, yeah. as you go along. Um, it's interesting to me. One of the things that kind of drew me in, obviously you had been on the hockey gong show. Um, Josh and Troy do a great job there. Uh, I love those guys. Yeah. Uh, they got, they have a great podcast on the hockey market for those that are listening that don't follow hockey and want to get into it. I highly recommend that, that podcast, but, one of the things that strikes me about hockey as compared to the other sports is, and especially with my card post, because there's a lot of hockey on the site. Um, and I don't know if that's uh, because it's you or part of my theory in this. And I've said this many times on this soccer focused podcast that hockey to me has a, has the strongest collector base in all of sports Very uh, nice. in, yeah. in terms of, uh, you don't see stuff pop up on the market. Uh, for example, I posted a Tim Stutzel uh, premiere. I believe it's a premiere. RPA, 8.5 grade, 10. It's a pop two. It's a BGS slab. And there's none of those on the market. People just don't sell their stuff in the hockey market. Uh, certain yeah. things like that. It's an of 99. So it's, you know, a true rookie, right? Um, but people just don't sell things like that. So I've always kind of, correlated that with the that the hockey market is just uh the or the hockey hobby sector is just has a strong collector base and i and i think uh, and i could be wrong but i think that's really driven your site quite a bit is the hockey market because one of the things i do love about this if people don't know this is that your site gives people the uh the ability to interact with the other users mm -hmm. uh through chat so you can kind of negotiate your cards uh, versus other uh, people that it's kind of, you can't message anybody and you can't even like discuss the transaction, which you brought up before. Um, do you think, uh, it, I mean, it, is my thesis correct there that I think that the hockey collector base is just the strongest base that we have? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple, there's actually a couple reasons for it. I, I think one, obviously, you know, getting and meeting the, the gong show guys and being on their podcast. But I think even before that, you know, being a hockey card collector myself, and you're absolutely right. It's a smaller market. It's it's more niche. The, there are many more, you know, more collector oriented. It's a very strong, tightly knit um, community of, of people. And 
in the hockey card collecting market. And I think, um, but one of the other things too, is like, as I was building, I did try to have an online presence. I had to get back on social media. I had to kind of have a, you know, my card post branded Instagram account, because when I was ready to launch, I wanted to have a community to launch it to. I didn't want to launch it to zero followers on social media. But during the nine months of me building my card post, all I kind of had to share on the account was my own personal collection, which was hockey cards. So inevitably, I, I started, you know, building a following of more hockey oriented collectors and and I would message them and I was building relationships and making new friendships through that. And I was even, you know, kind of talking to some of these people during the building phase of like, hey, this is what I'm building. Here's some of the features. Here's some screenshots. What do you think? Can I have your feedback? So, um, you know, when I did launch and hit that button on that day one, you know, 100 plus of our first members were hockey members. And it kind of started from there and word spread and, you know, and we've just kind of grown and, you know, went from like hundred percent hockey to 90%, 80%. Now we're kind of closer to 60%, which is good. You know, we obviously want variety of soccer and basketball and more football, more of all these other things, even, you know, TCG and Disney and all this other stuff. So, um, you know, that's kind of the backstory, but I, I completely agree that, you know, it is a, it is a very strong uh, community and it's part of our origination story, right? Like this, my card post like originated off of the foundations of the hockey card community. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is, uh, I think it's, that's just awesome because, you know, me in the soccer market and having you on the show is, uh, you know, I want to promote your site because I think, and let the people that do listen to my show weekly, that your site is an authentic site. It's a yeah. trustworthy site. It's a great community. Um, and for me, the soccer market is potentially the largest market in the world, in the world. Um, you know, it's the largest sport in the world. Uh, yeah. it's just that we're not there yet. Uh, and I've kind of talked about, uh, that kind of pain of the manufacturers really pushing a lot of product our way. Um, but you know, in the hockey market, we have the same thing. I mean, upper deck pushes so many different products and it's kind yeah. of, it's stacking up now because they're trying to catch up and I get that, but it still works in the hockey market. Uh, and it doesn't mean that it won't work in the soccer market. So I want to kind of, you know, make that introduction for you and for the soccer collectors out there that your site is a fantastic site. I absolutely, um, you know, want to promote it more to, to the, the community that follows me. Um, can you go over uh, in terms of sign up uh, the options that are available for those people that want to get involved with your site um, you know, it's any sport, obviously, but I'm trying to focus on getting more soccer people on your site. I think it's valuable for yeah. the growth community. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, my card post, it's what it's a plot, like you need to experience it and kind of get in there to really, truly understand the value. So, um, you know, again, like you mentioned, it's, it's totally open platform. Once you're in there, it's, it's free to join. It doesn't cost you anything. If you just want to be, be sign up, create an account and you want to browse the marketplace and buy cards from people, be it singles, or you want to make multi-card cash offers, you can do that totally free, um, you know, and just sign up as a buyer only platform. But if you do want to sell and trade in the community and list cards for sale that you have, that's where the subscription does come into play. So there's three subscription tiers. Um, it's basically $9 a month is the first entry point. And that allows you to have 50 cards listed at any given time. And you could list them however you want for sale, cash offers for trade, not for trade, trade only. Like you have total flexibility on how you want to list your cards. And then the two higher tiers, it's really just kind of changing the number of cards that you can have listed. So the next tier is $19 a month. That allows you to have up to 500 cards listed. And then the final and highest tier is only $22 a month. And that's unlimited. You can list as many cards as you want. Um, 
and you know have them available. And I think the other thing that's that's interesting too, you know, you mentioned kind of some of the other platforms and just you can't even you don't even know who you're buying from, right? It's just yeah. like a username. And you know, again, this this subscription paywall, it's part of the protection mechanism for the community. You're doing these deals, you're shipping the cards directly to each other, right? I'm not we're not being a middleman uh, as part of the deals. The, the transactions are agreed upon. It's very easy to negotiate back and forth. <clears throat> you ship them directly to each other, but there's that comfort and confidence around knowing the other person also paid for the privilege of these capabilities and, and is wants to be a, you know, a strong participant in the community. So, um, you know, while we'd always encourage if it's a brand new member, like maybe to just start small, don't go do a $5,000, $10,000 trade to start, you know, maybe you just do a $30, $40 card trade to start. And then you're building relationships, you're making new friends, you're connecting on social media. And that's kind of the beauty of the platform is it starts with the community and the trust and um, honest and ethical aspects of, of that. So, yeah. And, and, you know, another thing I forgot to mention too, that I really like, so I was playing with the site a little bit more this week. Um, you're able to kind of create your profile on there, right. And, and put up your Instagram link, put up uh, a quick bio. Like I threw my podcast link in there yeah. for people. Uh, I think that's fantastic because uh, those things are missing from some of the other platforms. But, right. you know, at the same time, we're looking at, I, you know, from a subscription standpoint, uh, I love it uh, because you could make a, you know, a $3,000 sale, but you're, you know, you paid nine bucks for that month, right? Correct. Um, and, you know, you go to eBay, what happens on eBay? You know, they're taking 18, 19%, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I think I think you're onto something that's great. Uh, it's fantastic. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to selling more in there. What's that? It kind of like the thing about the subscription is it pays for itself. If you just do like, if you just move $80 worth of cards in any given month and you, the subscription has been paid for and you're to point, if you move thousands, I mean, we have, I mean, personally, I've saved, I don't know, four to $5,000 in fees in less than a year, just in the number of transactions that I've done. So, you know, the more you sell, the more deals you do, which all, all kind of starts with, you know, the more cards you have listed, the more opportunity you have to do deals with other community members. But the fee savings alone, I mean, you could pay for the next four years of subscription um, in just a few deals, right? And that's kind of what happens is there's a significant savings because the only time that there is a fee is when PayPal is involved. Like if there's cash exchanged, there's the whatever, 3.49% PayPal transaction fee. But that's, you know, that's PayPal. I'm, I don't, I'm not just doing that. That's goods and services. It's just, again, another layer of protection between buyer and seller. Those are the only fees. Like if you do a $10,000 value trade amongst two people, there's $0 coming off, off of that transaction um, other than, you know, the subscription fee that both parties have paid for that particular month. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I also like the fact that you can list uh, raw cards too, as well. I listed, for example, I listed some patched up this week that I've got yeah. from breaks recently. Um, so, you know, for, for soccer people out there, you can list raw, you can list graded, um, you have the black as well. You can yep. see the blacks. Yep. You can, uh, and then, and then on the platform, another really interesting piece is that you can make trades, right? Uh, where you just, it's kind of wild. You just send the card over, they send their card, and it is what it is. Now, the yeah. kind of the the thing there that I'm wondering is, and I don't know if you've run into this yet, but what happens when someone doesn't send the card? And the yeah. other person sends a card. What what are the repercussions there? Yeah. So I think, you know, again, this all comes back to we're building a strong, trusted community here. 
And I'll give you an example that that happened a couple of weeks ago. We had a um, two members. They agreed to a trade. Um, they sent the cards to each other, but one of the receiving parties saw that the USPS tracking number was delivered to the wrong state. And they're like, whoa, wait. And But they immediately were in communication with each other. Like, I don't know how it happened. Here's a picture. I sent it to the right address. Like, this is a mistake. They're trying to contact USPS. And throughout the whole journey, they were in full contact with each other. They're like, hey, man, don't worry. I'll totally make this whole. I'll send your cards back. You know, whatever we need to do to try to make this right, we'll, we'll, we will do. Now, in the end, a week later, whatever, USPS or maybe whoever received it kind of said return to sender. They did eventually deliver it to the right address. But, you know, that's the beauty of what we're building here is that, and I've had it too, where, man, like I've shipped something to Canada and it took like eight weeks and, you know, we'll do whatever it takes to make the deal whole. Because again, it's your reputation as a community member. I mean, if there's something serious that happens, like we'll absolutely kick them out of the marketplace and cancel their subscription. I mean, their monthly subscription is is not worth the the value and trust within the community. But what ends up happening is that people realize that, hey, this is me. This is my reputation. This person has my all my social media accounts and all this stuff. Like I want to ensure that we're having a successful and everyone's happy transaction. So again, people just work it out amongst themselves because things do happen. Things get lost in the mail, you know, whatever it may be. Or, hey, dude, we had 10 cards in that deal and I only got nine. I had that once where in the early days, in the first couple of months, someone was like, oh, I totally forgot to put this one card in the package. They overnighted it to me the next day, and which was totally unnecessary, right? They could have, you know, they didn't have to spend the extra money to overnight it to me. But again, that's that's what we're building here is a strong community where, you know, those things are, and also the subscription paywall is going to eliminate 99.x percent of people that have bad intentions, right? They're going to stay in the areas that are free, they're going to stay on social media, eBay, you know, whatever it may be. But um, so, yeah, it's a good point. Community is such a, a big part of uh, your site. Right. Uh, and even the hockey community in general, I mean, the soccer community, we try to experience that too, to have that community be able to interact with each other, know who each other are, make those deals extremely yeah. important. Um, yeah. One of the, one of the questions I have for you um Given your site in the community, right? How are you promoting the site besides social media? Is it all organic or are you using any, uh, let's say Google AdWords, are you using any advertising platforms to help uh, yeah. kind of promote the site for more growth? I, that, that's yeah. the question that comes because I kind of look at it as like, well, eBay gets the most eyes, right? On stuff. Yep. But how do we, you know, Hundred percent. So yes, I've wasted a lot of money on Google ads and Facebook ads because you know not isn't necessarily knowing what I'm doing. Right in the beginning, I didn't know. I was just like, oh, I'll throw hundreds of dollars at Google and they'll just bring me bring me new users. And you know the reality is it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I would say that really uh, there's a tremendous amount of organic growth. We've put a lot of things into the platform to allow people to invite their friends, bring bring more community members, and earn free months of subscription by doing that. So there's like an affiliate link that you can do that. We definitely are, you know, very active on Instagram. Haven't, you know, we just actually just relaunched our Facebook community group um, yesterday, which is really exciting. So we view this as another avenue for the community to just connect and with each other and talk and facilitate deals. Um, I'm definitely getting into some paid ad type stuff, but you know, that's a, that's a tough thing to crack and to optimize. So I'm doing some work. I kind of have some, some help there with, um, you know, with some contractors that are helping me kind of develop that and roll that out. 
And I've also looked at other content creators and, and trying to partner with them who, and, and I immediately find like, once they learn of my card post and they get in there, they're just like, I love this and I want to be a part of it. And, you know, they want to kind of share that with their community. So, you know, those are some of, some of the big ones. Um, but yeah, we're definitely going to look to do some more paid marketing, some more sponsorship type things and, you know, try to get more content creators and be on more podcasts like this. And you just share the message, but you know, very much of it so far has been a lot of organic growth, which is, which is really cool. Yeah. I think organic growth is the best way. I mean, I, with my Instagram too, I mean, I started my Instagram probably what, two years ago now, and I'm up over 2000 followers or just organic yeah. growth. And it's fantastic to kind of be happy and proud of what you've done thus far. Um, and but, it's slow, but it's slow in the beginning, right? Like it it's, is. it's one or two, you know, per day in the month, and then you're getting 10, 20 per day a month. And it's no different than my card post, right? We're only 11 months into launching this platform, our minimum viable product, like, and, you know, and, and it's slow, but now it's like, we have like 500, 600, we're probably at like over 600 new users this month alone, right? So it's, yeah. it's you know, it's exponentially growing faster and faster month over month. I didn't, I didn't, look, I didn't look on the site uh, because this popped into my head is are people posting wax or is wax eligible to be posted? It is. Yeah. You can post sealed okay. wax. I've done, I've done trades where there were cards plus sealed wax um, in, in the deals. So yeah, you can post sealed wax. No problem. It's not, it's not a large number, but there's probably, I don't know, maybe there's like 25, 30, you know, sealed wax listings in the marketplace. Okay, cool. That was a random question, but yeah. No all right. So, uh, so everyone's got that information before we kind of sign off, I'm going to give you, we're going to play a game. All right. uh, I, you'll be my second one. That's done this game. This is inspired. I like to explain to people where I got this from. So I got this from drink champs. It's a podcast. I don't know if you've ever heard of this podcast, they interview, uh, it's Noriega and ORE, the rapper from the nineties who had that song, super thug. If you okay. remember, but he's got a great podcast and uh, he invites artists. Uh, we're about the same age. So from, from that generation uh, and he interviews them and he plays this game. We're not going to play the game by their rules here because it's, you know, Wednesday morning or afternoon and uh, we can't really drink to this stuff. So uh, he plays the game. He gives you two choices and you make one choice or if you pick both then you drink. Uh, so we won't have to drink, but, you, you get right. the point yeah and, um the the interesting part about it is i try to make the questions tough uh for people uh and progressively tougher as we go along but um so we're going to do this before we sign off all right so the first one since you are a hockey guy tim stutzel or dylan cousins and and mind you you have to so with this it's your opinion you can base it on I like his personality better. So I like him better as a player or, you know, whatever it is, it's up to you. Yeah. I'm going to go Stutzler. I think, I think he's, uh, he's very talented and he's actually has a very strong, uh, you know, interest in the hockey card community. So I'm going to go with that. Okay. And, and Tage Thompson are a little bit of a tandem there in Buffalo, but yeah, I'm going to go Stutzler. All right. Uh, Carl Yastrzemski or Manny Ramirez. Oh, damn. Um, I'm going to go with, with Manny just he, cause he was so fun. I mean, during those years when, when the Red Sox were winning those first world series, you know, Manny being Manny, uh, you know, that one hits a little bit more close to home for me. I like that choice. It hits home for me too. Pedro Martinez or Roger Clemens. 
Oh, Pedro all day. Uh, he was a beast. Uh, even my grandmother, I remember, got super back into baseball because uh, I think it would have that like four or five strikeouts in a row in a in an All Star game or something. Pedro was a beast, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I tell everybody, I tell everybody he's the best one I ever saw uh, pitch yeah. uh, in a lifetime. And it didn't work out, but that day where Grady wanted to take him out, and he was like, "Hell no, man! Like, yeah. don't take this ball out of my hand. Like, I'm gonna gun this person down. Like, yeah, it was he, he was an animal." All right. Jack Hughes or Connor McDavid? Oh, geez. You know, Hughes is so hot right now, but I mean, you got to go Connor McDavid. He he's just out of this world as far as his talent. He he's he's crazy good. I am kicking myself because last year, so before last season started, I said I'm gonna buy a bunch of Jack Hughes stuff. I think he's gonna be healthy now. He's gonna yeah. be and I never ended up buying any of it. Now I'm kicking myself. Yeah, so, I mean, look at the Gong Show guys. They just had a big thing on Hughes, right? Like he's arrived. He has arrived in the hobby. He is, he's a top talent. But I'm hoping to get one just to keep, you know, put away for you know, uh, twenty years down the line. But yeah, you know, hopefully that's... he hits a slump if if he yeah, ever hits exactly. A slump, All right, uh, Cam Neely or Patrice Bergeron. Oh man, this one I'm gonna have to drink on this one. I. <laughs> I got to go both because, okay. you know, Neil hits me in my childhood and then, you know, Bergie is the captain, man. Yeah, that one's tough. I'm going to have to drink. All right. Larry Bird or Paul Pierce? Bird. Yeah. Okay. That was pretty easy. Different. Yeah. Legend. Uh, Wayne Gretzky or Bobby Orr? I got, I'm definitely going to go Bobby Orr, of course, for Boston and – you know, someone who had his career cut short, like you have no idea what, what he would have been capable of if he stayed healthy, but yeah, I'm going to go Bobby Orr. I talked to a lot of folks still. So I live in Connecticut now, but I talked to a lot of folks back home and their parents always tell me, or their, their, their father will be Bobby Orr is the greatest hockey player that ever played the game. Yeah. It's still highly debated between the two of them. I mean, I think Gretzky would say, or, and or would say Gretzky, right. They would never claim that. Yes, I'm the best, but they'll always say each other, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Next one. Super Bowl. Or the Stanley Cup. Oh man, um, I mean, I, I I would definitely I would prefer to go to the Stanley Cup, especially if it's like Game Seven, you know, Boston Bruins versus somebody. Just you know, the how hard it is to win the Stanley Cup is is unbelievable, and I think that's the hardest trophy in sports to get. Um, you know, being a Boston sports fans, we had you know we had a pretty good run there with Super Bowls and the Patriots, but I'm definitely going to go Stanley Cup. I think it's harder to win. I agree with you. I think the NHL has done something right in terms of parity yeah. in, in the league where, you know, an eight seed can win the Stanley Cup. We've seen it, right? So mind uh, to get there is like these these guys are exhausted by the end. Oh, yeah. Like battered and bruised. And yeah, this one probably isn't that tough. But and I want to kind of throw I'm making this one a, a, a triple kind of uh, choice here. PSA, SGC or Beckett. Well, I mean, it's hard to argue PSA getting a premium. Um, I mean, I would definitely put it in that order, PSA, SGC, and, and Beckett as far as most interesting. I mean, I my most of my collection is is PSA and SGC. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, that the grading companies in general, like it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next three to five years with some of even tag tag coming into play and yep. having a completely different approach to this. So. All right, last one. I think this is a tough one, the really tough one. All right. Uh, you know, being from New England, obviously you're a fan too. I'm a big fan too. 
of mm-hmm. both of these guys, but it's really difficult. Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? Oh, man. My friends give me so much grief on this one. Um, I mean, look, I love Brady. I think, I mean, it's Brady. I got to take, I got to take Brady, but it's such a hard, you know, who was responsible for more. And I don't think it was either or. I think it was just the unique combination of the two that they were able to just be elite together, have success together. Belichick's done some, you know, ingenious things in, in, in games to win games, but Brady was just lethal, man. Um, so I got to go Tom Brady and I'm still, you know, still to this day trying to get my hands on a, on a very strong Tom Brady PSA 10 rookie card. So, yeah, I would love to get one too. I haven't got one of those either, but <laughs> now's the time. I mean, the market though, like they've definitely come down in they price dipped quite a bit. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was all right. Cool. That was, uh, that was, that was fun. fun. That was a lot of fun to do that. Um, Mark, I really appreciate you coming on. If yeah. you could just, uh, plug your website, plug, uh, yeah you know, whatever your Instagram handle too, as well. And any other social that you want to plug. Um, I'm going to actually uh, in the show notes and I'm going to probably post today at some point um, information where they can, uh, you said there was affiliates, so I can create a, an affiliate link or whatever yeah. uh, to try to get yeah. some soccer folks into the, into the Absolutely. community too as well. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, this soccer community, like I, please join. We want to see, we would love to see a tremendous amount of new soccer listings in the community. So my card post, it's a mobile friendly website right now. So it's mycardpost.com. Um, you know, many people want to know like when there's going to be a mobile app and we're going to be working on that soon. So we hopefully will have something, something, um, you know, early to mid next year around having a mobile app, but yeah, it's mycardpost.com. Again, it's totally free to join. If you just want to be a buyer or kind of just orient yourself with the marketplace, just sign up for free. And then if you want to sell or trade, you can subscribe to any of the paid plans. As far as following us, uh, I, I would definitely say join our new Facebook community, which you can find easily. And then we're, you know, mostly present on Instagram. And that's my card underscore post uh, is where you can find us. So be sure to follow us on Instagram and join our Facebook community. All right, Mark, I appreciate your time today. Thank you so yeah. much. Absolutely. This was fun. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Special One Cards. Join us again next week. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Special One Cards. DM me any questions, concerns, hobby rants, or experiences you've had at shows online. Something for us to kind of talk about a little bit more. Again, thank you for the support. I really do appreciate it.